It's the last stand. And here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. I'm Brian Custer. Joining me today is a man, one of the most exciting fighters at 130 pounds. He's known as Prime Time. He's none other than Chris Colbert. Prime Time, welcome back to the last stand. Thank you for having me, Brian. <laughs> uh, look, you're back in the ring, March 25th, Showtime, yes, pay-per-view mm. on that Benavidez plant card, Jose Valenzuela. Man, I guess the, the question I want to know is how different of a Chris Colbert will we see that night and at 135? Uh, to be honest, same me. Same on me. Uh, my last fight, everybody know. If you know me or you watch me, you're a fan of me, you know that wasn't me. But I don't make excuses. I take my loss like a man, and uh, now it's just time to get back and do what, mm. and do what I do best, and that's be prime time. And, and come that night, uh, March 25th, I'm going to show up and show out. I'm going to dominate, dominate performance. Not even going to be close. I'm not coming to play around. I ain't here for the games, the talking, all the tough shit. I'm here to really get right. Now, it's interesting because it's a fight that, you know, Jose is, uh, is another kid who everybody had great expectations mm -hmm. on. He suffers a, a stoppage loss. You suffer a loss. Is this the biggest fight of your career at this point? Uh, yeah, I mean, you could say at this moment, yeah, because uh, I'm coming off a loss. But uh, it's crazy because uh, I think he called me out before. He called me out on TV before he said, that's what he won next. I think after he fought Delay, he said he wanted to fight me. Well, he'll fight me. And then he fought somebody that uh, that was in my gym training, and I was sparring him, the guy that beat him. I was sparring him a lot. And, boy, I put hands and feet on him. I just know what I put the work that I've been putting in. Uh, the the rough year that I had this year from being able, from taking my first losses, it was like the depression was crazy, like through the roof. And uh, I know I don't ever want to have that feeling in my stomach again. So now I got nothing to lose and everything to prove. I, I, I'm I'm curious. Are, are you staying at 135 at this at this uh, after this, or do you go down to 130? Wow, back down just, to 130. I'm just fighting at 135 this fight. I've been off for a year. Uh, been off for a year. Had to regroup, and uh, I wanted to make a statement at 135. At 130, nobody ain't gonna give me a big fight. All the 130 pounds is going to try to play uh, back and forth games. I don't got no time for it. So I was supposed to fight Frank Martin. Frank Martin, he was doing all this talking, 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 and they wanted to go on and fight somebody else. So I respect it. Um, so now we went on and go get another dog. You, you know, last time, obviously, we saw you was last February, as you talked about a year ago, and you took on Hector Garcia. Hector took the fight on short notice. Yeah. Uh, basically a couple of weeks, if that. Um he not only gave you your first loss, but he, he dropped you for the first time in your career as well. Give me the biggest lesson you learned from that fight. Honestly, I, he didn't really drop me. I dropped myself. What do you mean coming, by that? Coming in, in the gym and boxing, you always learn when you when you punch with your chin in the air, You not, when you come in, you're not supposed to come in with your chin in the air and jump in. You got to pay the consequences. That's exactly what I did. Because at that point, I was I don't know, my head was just not there, my brain. And my arm, my arms and my brain wasn't cooperating with each other. My brain knew what to do, but my arms couldn't do it. So it was just like, it is what it is at this point. And I dropped myself. Like I said, I, I jumped in knowing I should have never jumped in with my chin in the air. I would try to throw a right hand. He threw it straight left. And that's bound to happen when you get 
court jumped in. It's not like he hurt me. He didn't hurt me off that punch. It was a punch that he hurt me with another punch in the fight. That punch never hurt me. I remember we when we had you on the last stand last time. It was right before the fight. Uh, you said, "Listen, I don't even know who this guy is. Uh, had never even heard of him." Um, and I guess the the question: Did you overlook this guy? And, and and is that the biggest lesson you learned? Like, you know what? I think I'll never overlook another opponent. To be honest, I really don't feel like I overlooked him. That's the crazy part because I think I took every opponent as a serious, dangerous opponent because all it takes is five pounds of pressure on the right spot, and you could be lights out. So I don't really think I overlooked him. Like I said, I I don't I don't like to make excuses because I don't want to come up here and say like if oh I feel like I overworked my body because remember I was supposed to fight before, but we got mm -hmm. postponed again. Then we got postponed again. So it's like. I just felt like my body was just shot. Like, there was no... I was going to call the fight off because I felt like, dang, like, I should have just let it, wait it. But I was being... I, I learned patience, actually. I learned from... That was the lesson of being patient. Because Alan was telling me, wait. I'm like, nah, I need to fight. I need to fight. I need to fight. I've been training. I need to fight. Like, sometimes you got to listen to uh, the people that's above you or that know more than you because they tell me for a reason. Like, just wait. Relax. Go take some time off. Take a week off, come back, regroup. But I was I was too fiend to fight, and I had to pay the consequences. I don't make like I said, I don't make no excuses. Like I was so dehydrated that fight it was outrageous. My throat was swollen before the fight. Like I could barely breathe. First round, I, I couldn't even breathe. You never. When the last time you see me sit down in a fight in the corner? Hmm. That fight, I had no choice but to sit down. I'm like, hey, I can't breathe. Like, but. There's no excuses. He beat me fair and square. He was the better man that night. But like I said, let's run it back. So I'm going to get this win. This win is going to be an impressive win. And he's going to put my name back up there because they still, a lot of people still look at him as a dog. Am I correct or am I correct? Absolutely. Everybody still look at him as a dog. He got caught a lucky, sh like a good shot. He regroup because he don't have this. The IQ, his brains wasn't there. So when I dominate him, now my name is back in the talk. My name is in the talks at 35. My name is in the talks at 30. I think I got to get my belt. Uh, um, you, you you talked about not only suffering your first loss, but depression. What was that like for you, suffering your first loss? And you know a lot of people came at you hard, boy. They were, I mean, they were hard on social media. I mean, and like, I oh, this guy's all talk. I don't pay no mind. Like, I never paid people no mind. Like, been talking about me my whole life. Been saying what you can't do, what you ain't going to do. Oh, you a front runner, you this, you that. I don't pay that no more. I never paid it no more. And I don't care what people say. It's just to myself. Like, I was calling myself a loser all year. I'm still calling myself a loser until I get a win. I was being hard on myself. Like, damn, you suck. Like, it was times I was driving home, like, from going, coming from anywhere. And I just, like, crying, like, damn, like, can't believe you lost. Like, and this whole time, instead of training, I was just focusing on, like, doing Everything but training this whole time. I've been training now for like three months. But before then, I haven't been doing nothing. I was just living. I was just taking everything as a lesson. Every How many lessons are you going to take until you learn how to do the right thing? Hmm. And I had to come to my senses like, yo, I'm bugging. Like, I'm prime. I'm I'm prime. I'm beat up. Whatever they want to call me. I'm I'm Chris Colbert. Christopher Colbert. That's me. Yeah. Um. I, 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 I'm, I'm curious. What were your feelings, though, watching... Garcia, after he gets the victory over you, go get a world title shot, win it. All of a sudden, there's all of this 
admiration for this guy. And then he gets the big payday and takes on Tank Davis. What was what was that like for you to see him do that all in that year? I'm probably, I'm, I, I ain't no hater. Ain't no hate on my on my, on my shoulder. Like I, I'm proud of him. Like he, he capitalized on the opportunity, got presented to him. He went out and did big things. I can't say he had a big payday, but for him, it probably was a big payday. But uh, listen, I, I, like I said, I'm proud of him. He and he went in there and gave Devontae a fight. Like he didn't just go in there and get clipped up like I thought he was. I thought he was gonna get chipped up early. Bing bang boom went. Was all she wrote. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I ain't gonna lie. He went in there. He was really catching tank. Like he was. He just his. I knew his footwork was gonna be the problem, and his defense is not too shabby. Um. Um. Your other uh, guy, uh, who you've known very long, it's kind of been a rival of yours, Shakur Stevenson. Mm. Uh. He, he said, "Quote, talking about you. Quote. This dude said he didn't know if I got dog in me." He down every round, not even trying to fight and win at all. I told y'all he all bark. End quote. Yeah, but this is what this is one thing about Shakur. This is what he do. He always talk shit. I don't talk about no fighter bad, no way. I just tell him I say the honest truth, what I feel. I get my opinion, or I say the honest truth. Is that and then his opinion? Everybody got an opinion. It's like an asshole. We all got one, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the, the the two things that, that I kept hearing and, and seeing, obviously, on social media, but people were talking about after that uh, the fight, they said uh, two things. Number one, they felt like, why in the towards the end of the fight, why why wasn't Chris Colbert trying to win? It seemed like he was just moving, not trying to win. And number two, I don't think Chris Colbert has the pop for some of these elite guys at 130. But we already, how, how do you respond We already know I'm not a knockout puncher, like. I'm just a precise puncher, so if, if I get a knockout, it's because of that. Sharp, precise. Chris. And I wasn't, it's not that I wasn't trying to win. It's just the circumstances. I felt my body already. Like, you got to listen to your body. I felt my body. Why am I going in and taking unnecessary punches? God forbid he hit me behind the head or something, and then I end up in the hospital with brain damage. I grew up without a father, so I ain't going to make my kids grow up without a father for this sport. No way. I'm here to change their life, change my family life. And by doing that, I gotta be smart. If you feel your body calling for you ain't it's not working for what you what you got planned or your body's not doing what you what you trying to do, be smart. Um uh what are your priorities now going forward here? Uh especially is it one thirty, is it one thirty five? What's the priorities now for Chris Colbert uh going forward? I don't forward? even look at it like that. I look at it as opportunity. I am an opportunity type of guy. You know, I've been taking opportunity since I was falling off, undefeated fighters beating them, beating them, beating them, beating them, beating them. Opportunity. This was a great opportunity. He came to me with the whole the, uh, Ryu fight. He's a good kid. I, I like him. Do I think he could beat me? Absolutely fucking not. Am I going to embarrass him? Yes, the fuck I am. I'm coming to, to play no game. This book is not done being written. And we're going to write another chapter come March 25th. I'm telling you. I, 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 People might say, yeah, this kid talk a lot. Yeah, I talk. But I only talk when it's time to talk. Now it's time to talk because we're doing an interview. So this is the time you got to talk. When we go up there to do the press conferences, it's time to talk. That's how we're going to sell a fight. Make sure people tune in. Yes, people are going to tune in because he coming off a loss. I'm coming off a loss. They say he's a big knockout puncher. I'm a skillful boxer. Which one is going to win that night? I, I know that uh, you and Gary Russell Jr. had some back and forth. I was in Brooklyn one time where you and witnessed it for you myself. Talking, though. Um, you, 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 you mentioned Frank Martin. There was talk that that, that fight was – basically almost done 
uh, what happened with those fights, and will we see those Gary fights Russell in the future? Fight? Just a talk. You see, just talk about fighting everybody. He want to fight everybody up until middleweight. He want to fight Terrence Crawford. He like you can just tell when somebody just be talking and talk. I don't bring up fights unless the fight is brought to me, presented. I'm not gonna just walk around asking for fight. Guy Russell fight was presented to me. He did that. WBC man ordered him a mandatory. He had to fight a mandatory. So he did that just so he didn't want to. He didn't want to really fight. He just doing all this talking. They didn't say, oh, he wanted like big money. Like he was. He thought he was fighting Floyd Mayweather or something. Like. <laughs> I know that guy, but like, I still gotta earn my spot. Like, I understand that. Remember what I told you about what I learned from my last fight? Patience. Yeah. Yep. I'm not Russian. I'm American. I ain't Russian. So I'm gonna take my time <laughs> and I'm gonna do what I gotta do and make sure I do things right. So the next time I step in the ring, I ain't gonna be worried about nothing. Do you do you see do you see uh, you and Gary Russell Negative. Jr. in the in the future? Gary Russell just mm. all talk. Mm. He's not mm. fighting. He's not fighting uh, nobody. He's not. He's trying to get a big, 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 big payday so we can retire. Uh, uh, is Chris Colbert still one of the elite fighters at 130 March 25th, pounds? You're gonna see. I, I, I know what I'm capable of doing. A lot of people know what I'm capable of doing. They know what I do best. You know what I do best. A lot of people know what I do best. So, but us just saying it ain't doing nothing. We gotta just keep going out there and proving it. I love it. Um, you know, Chris, for everybody who watches and supports the show, we let them submit questions through social media. We've got a number of them for you, so we'll just get to a few. Uh, the first one is from Lou. Lou asks, will you seek a rematch with Hector sure. Garcia? I have to. Unless he loses the title, I have to. I won't be able to sleep good knowing that I lost to that man. Like, I can't. Like, how you lose to him, bro? Um, Steve-O. On Twitter asks, if you couldn't beat Hector Garcia, what makes you think that you can even touch a Gary Russell Jr. or a Frank Martin, guys who are levels above Garcia? I don't even know, man. We're going to have to find out. Dirk says, uh, did your ego lead you to overlook your last opponent, and what have you done to prevent it from happening again? Nah, my ego never – I don't really – I don't let that ego thing get to me. Like, I don't really look over people. Like, I think everybody, because I respect everybody that's stepping away. That's one thing people can't say about me. I don't cherry pick. I don't hand pick my fighters. I, pick, I take whoever they bring to the table. Uh, Jay asks, if you were familiar with Hector Garcia, saw a video of him uh, in his previous fights, how would that fight have played out? I did see videos, but it would have played out the same way it played out. Hmm. If I was 100%, it would have never played out like that. It would have played out at all total told a different story, but it played out the way it played out. He, he was just a better man that night. Hmm. Uh, okay, Chris Colbert, it's time for the last segment of the show. We call it The Last Stand. I'm going to ask you a series, a series of questions. Just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Let's go. All right, here we go. Will you remain that brash, some say cocky fighter going forward? For sure. Love it. Uh, Benavidez versus Plant. Who wins that fight and why? 50 50. Uh, they both come in with a lot of anger. Uh, I like the way Caleb Plant is keeping his composure, though. So, uh, but um, it's 50 50. If Caleb Plant could box him the whole time, he, he could win. If Benavidez, if Benavidez get him tied and weigh him down, Benavidez could win and stop him. Tank versus Ryan, April 15th. Who wins that fight? Why? Javante Davis, knockout. Tank make too many, I mean, um, Ryan Garcia make too many mistakes. He punched with his chin in the air, jab with his chin in the air, he hooked with his chin in the air. 
It's just Javante Davis, y'all keep forgetting that he's a slick, he's a bad boy. I ain't, I'm no hater. His defense is there. His reflexes is there. His power is there. His speed is there. He got it. Do you see Chris Colbert and Shakur Stevenson actually fighting in the future? For sure. Me and Shakur have to. That's a fight that just have to happen. Like That's a must-see TV, must-see fight. Like, the fans will respect the both of us more if we both fight each other, for sure. What fighters do you enjoy watching right now? Tony Harrison, Danny Garcia, those are my two brothers for sure. Uh, I like watching Shakur too fight. I mean, he's a little boring, but he's only boring to the people that not really boxing fans. Like, you just want to see people get their head punched in. When you see talking about skills, I watch him. Yeah, uh, whoa. Tyson Fury. Tyson you Fury, like Tyson Fury, huh? I love him. I love Tyson Fury. <laughs> I love Tyson Fury. Uh, that's really about it. I watch. I really watch Tony Harrison a lot, though. That guy is a mm-hmm. bad boy. What do you think about him and Zoo? I think he could beat Zoo easy, to be honest. He just got to be 100% disciplined. Like I said, he is 100% disciplined. Anybody in the 154 division would be a tough fight. Like, they're going to have to be, they have to bring their best. And you know we had him on the last stand, and he said all he wants is another shot at Charlo. All I want him to have is another shot at Charlo. It's crazy how they even had him losing the last fight. Like, he showed a different side of He showed super bad. Uh, last question. Will you be a world champion and at what weight? I'm going to get my title at 130 for sure. That's going to be the first way I get my belt at. And that's going to start the, the story. There you have it. There you have it. Prime time. Chris Colbert, he's back. Man, you know, you know my feelings for you. And I, I can't wait to see you back in the I ring feel, and on pay-per-view. Yeah, man. First pay-per-view, man. I'm I used to sit back and be like, dang, why do you keep putting all these other guys on pay-per-view? And they putting them on whack fights. Like I go in there and fight people that's gonna fight every time. I go in there and get them a good fight every time. Why I'm not on pay-per-view yet? And my first comeback fight off a loss, they put me on pay-per-view. Now we got something to prove, baby. There we go. There we go. That's what we do, folks. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. And at 130, this guy right here, Chris Colbert, is right there. He says he's going to be world champion again. Uh, appreciate your primetime. Best of I luck on March 25th. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank Thanks you. for watching, everybody. We'll see you again next week.